0: Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you— uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website embodiedastrology.com and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on EmbodiedAstrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. All right, Leo, happy 2019. Happy 2019. This is a big year for us. I'm a Leo sun, Leo rising person, just saying hello to my other feline friends, those of you who are sharing this heart-centered journey on the planet with me. 'm um, so glad we're here together. Um, I say heart-centered because Leo rules the heart and the spine and the energy of uh, this sign and this zodiacal quality is really at its highest essence so heartful and um, loving and centered. And I think that these are the biggest themes for 2019. We have the planet Jupiter moving through Sagittarius all of the year. And Sagittarius for Leo rising, um, which is the first house in the solar chart for Leo sun as well. Um, this is the place of the heart. This, uh, Sagittarius is the fifth sign from Leo. So it rules the fifth house of the uh, chart wheel. And of course, Leo is the fifth sign. And so the fifth house for anyone is the place where leonine activities happen. This is the place of childlike energy, of heart-like energy, where we feel good. In the fifth house, we play. We um, have romances. We have sex for fun. We get into our bodies. We make art. We make babies. We relax. We play sports. We get into our hobbies. We spend time the ways that we want to and Jupiter moving through Sagittarius is some good times potentially some really good times throughout the year Jupiter is making uh, three important aspects to Neptune these are square aspects the first is in January the second is June the third is September Um, pretty much the entire month is affected by these aspects so January June and September Jupiter will be squaring Neptune and for Leo Uh, Neptune in Pisces is in the eighth house. And the eighth house is where we have access to other people's resources and where we're also dealing with the unconscious and the taboo. So this is kind of an interesting play with energy, this play between Jupiter and Neptune. One of the ways that I'm going to talk about this is as the potential to dream big and make it happen. For those of you um, who are artists, for those of you who are creators, who have ideas about how you want to influence the world, this is the year to really try and do it. There's a lot that you can do with your energy. You have tons of energy. However, you don't want to be unrealistic. And that's one of the cautions of the square is that Neptune's energy can be pretty fantastical and um, it's an illusion a lot of times. So check in with your ideas. You know, there there are a lot of big ideas, and we can really get carried away with them. And then particularly for the Leo ego, and with Sagittarius being a a theme here, um, altruism and egoism is something to watch for. So if you get into, if we get into ideas of like, you know, specialness, which is something that Leo deals with all the time. That's a place to be cautious. And with Neptune moving through Pisces and in the eighth house, the symbol here is that all creative energy goes towards the benefit of others. And that when you are producing and when you are giving from your heart, when you are doing the thing that you love to do, when you are feeling special, because you're doing the thing that you love to do, um, and probably being appreciated by it, but you're doing it for the good of other people and you're giving of your energy when you're practicing generosity, then you get support. And that then becomes a back and forth. So the more you can attune from your heart to the world around you and give from your heart, then the more support you get. And this is literal and figurative. So the eighth house is others, other people's money. Um, If you're someone who's fundraising this year, this is a year when you can make some bucks, when you can bring in some support. If you're someone who's parenting this year, this is a year when you can have a lot of support from your community, especially if you're engaged in ways of parenting collectively. So the place where Sagittarius rules in the Leo chart in the fifth house has to do with your hobbies, sports, pastimes, and your children. So anything that kind of involves or revolves around childlike play energy, this is the place you want to expand. So do the things that you love and then think about how what you love can get support from other people. And I'm telling you, it can get support when you give it to them. So the more generous you are, the more you open your heart, the more support you can get. Now, when this comes to over-inflation ideas and Leo's rulership of the spine, what I want to say is be realistic and come from a place of deep listening. And so saying something like, do what you love and give it away is potentially problematic um, because not everybody's going to want what you have to give. And this is where you need to use your discernment and you need to listen in around what are you giving and what are the ideas that you have around it. If you're creating something or parenting your kid in some way that is like, I'm the best at this and I need accolades and recognition. um, No, turn around, (laughs) not the right space. If you're um, really listening deeply to the people or the places that you're giving to and you're responding to what you hear the need is and the thing that you're giving is the thing you're good at, that's like that's the the sweet spot. And this is kind of like the basic idea of social practice is that you don't necessarily want to you know give to people in order to um, like give them what you think they need it's more like show up, listen, invest yourself in the relationship, let yourself be changed and touched by the people in the communities that you're working with. How can you in your inherent joy and expansion and optimism serve this place or these people? then when you give, give from the heart-centered place. It's not about giving what you think people want. It's also not about overextending yourself and giving what other people seem to want from you, but it's not making you happy. You've got to do both at the same time. And this is um, kind of emphasized and underlined by the Capricorn influence this year. Since December, we've had Saturn moving, excuse me, since December of 2017, almost uh, a little over a year now, Saturn has been moving um, through the sign of Capricorn. And since 2008, Pluto has been in Capricorn. And of course, at the beginning of the year, on January 5th, which is the day that I record this horoscope, there's a solar eclipse in Capricorn and a new moon in Capricorn. And a lot of um, the, the new eclipses were just entering into a new eclipse range uh, in January are going to happen in Capricorn so for you this is the part of your chart that deals with your day-to-day work your rhythms your routines your jobs and your health and this kind of planetary energy is a notice to you that you are not a god (laughs) you are a human being and you have a finite amount of energy and you have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of attention So with all of the optimism and the possibility that you're looking at this year that you can work with, it's also very important that you define your priorities and that you put your energy into what you feel is most essential. And if that does not include your health, you will suffer for it. And you have this year, and this is your your year-long heads up, get into balance with your health, get into balance with your rhythm, um, I know for myself, and I know for a lot of Leos, like we're hard workers, and we will give everything for the cause, whatever the cause is, and uh, that equals burnout for a lot of us. So sustainability is key this year. Give yourself enough time not doing your big ideas. Be with your body. Be with your health. Get routine as structured as you can get in your routine, Um, the better. And this is really going to help you um, as we enter into a seven-year cycle that begins basically now um, with Uranus moving through your 10th house of career and public image. So as Uranus moves into Taurus um, and it will make its final ingress in March, you start a seven-year cycle where you can do a lot with your career. And in terms of your purpose in the world, your path on earth, how you want to show up and um, be the person that you are, the adult that you are, leave the lineages that you'll leave, etc. You're going to do this in new ways and inventive ways and innovative ways. Um, you want to get free. You want to do your own thing. You want to be um, liberated from ideas of what you should be doing. And in order to be free, you need to be responsible. So the more you can get containment around your day-to-day, your cycles, your self-care then actually the more effective you're going to be in the work that you're doing. And this might feel contrary to this influence around optimism and expansion, but this is, the, this is the edge that you need to balance with. How do you take these big ideas that you have and turn them into something that's tangible? You want to manifest in 2019 and 2020. And 2019 has a lot more optimism and energy than 2020 does. So um, use it. As we get into 2020, things get a lot more serious. They start to feel a lot more real. And if you spend this year um, implementing these structures, honing in on your priorities, and um, really, I think, working with your own humility. In terms of what's yours to do, what's not yours to do, how do you collaborate, how do you delegate, how do you work um, in right relationship to the people and the communities that you're working with, then as we get into 2020, your work will be joyful and effective. If you spend this year um, in an overinflated space, running around in a million directions, having big crazy ideas that you jump on and don't give them time to develop, Um, then as we get into 2020, things are going to start to feel really restrictive and, and kind of bad. So it's a little bit of your warning. 2019 is a time to expand and to grow, but to be really disciplined and practical about how you're expanding and where, and in which ways you are using your creative energy. Now, a note here about your off time. Because as I said, you definitely want to schedule some time off for yourself. Sexual, sensual, and romantic energy, as well as hanging out with kids and making art, are your best friends. If in your off time, you can unplug from your cell phones and your devices, if you can get into spaces where you're in your body and where you can be associative and creative and playful, where you can experience uh, sensual pleasure and bliss, this is the place for you. Okay? This is going to be so nourishing to you this year. It's like in your off time, don't watch TV. Cut, like, cut yourself off from the the ways that you distract yourself, and come into your body. Be in the present experience. This, um, Jupiterian Sagittarian energy is going to get really bolstered and supported by you being in the present moment. Capital P presence. And children are an amazing they're amazing teachers for that. Um, so spend time with kids. Make art, dance, (laughs) be creative um, and have sex with yourself, with your friends, with your lovers, whatever, like be ethical and enjoy your body. Um, Over the course of the next couple years, there are a lot of changes that are coming in to your work and to your health and also your relationship uh, to the unseen, to the kind of spiritual ancestral dream realm one serves the other. So don't get too busy that you cut yourself off from the dream world. You know, this is what I'm saying, like get present, invite in the unknown spaces, give yourself um, opportunities to be inspired, to be opened, and seek to connect with uh, what is beyond your immediate layers of experience. Talk to your ancestors, make altars, open up to spirit, be with nature, and feel yourself as a conduit for this energy to come through and manifest here on Earth. That's really, um, I think, a lot of what the Leo ego is here to do. It's like be in your heart, recognize that you uniquely are a ray of light. And, um, you know, uh, just like the human eye, we can only perceive one 10 trillionth of the available light spectrum. This, you know, the sun is like exploding at however many billion tons of hydrogen and helium per second, so much light. And our eyes can only perceive like the tiniest fraction of it. And that's Leo. Also, it's like each of us as unique beings are here as this stream of light, as the stream of consciousness. We are not the entire thing. We're just a part of it. But, you know, we're an important part. So it's your part. And that's, um, what you can live into this year. is really come into your heart, come into your center, shine your light, and then be clear about what your light is. Don't try and make it everything. Don't diminish it. Give it a good, healthy container and a lot of encouragement. There are a couple of times this year when it's especially good for reflection. So these are times called mercury retrograde. In March, um, we have Mercury retrograde in the sign Pisces. And of course, this is uh, where Neptune currently is. And this is a really good time for you to kind of review the way that you want to be Mm, relating, receiving, and giving with other people. Um, Again, if you're a fundraiser, if you're doing some fundraising this year, March would be a really good time to research and reflect on what that fundraising could be. Um, It's not the time to implement it at all, but it is a really good time to research it. So this is in the place of your chart that has to do with um, the resources of others. And also it's like you're opening into collective resource. In July, we have uh, Mercury retrograde through the sign of Cancer. Um, Again, this is one part of the axis where these eclipses are beginning today. And this is the space of your chart that has to do with the unseen. Can you take some time off around your birthday, please? Um, in, in the month of July is a really good time to kind of just be with the unknown, to reflect on your spiritual relationships, on your spiritual longings and on your spiritual practice, um, the ways that you're relating to sacredness and the invisible and the unseen. That's all a really good use of, of your time this uh, in July. And then finally, in November, Mercury retrogrades through Scorpio. This is your fourth house of home and family. This may be a time when you're reconsidering how you want to live, um, literal issues around like redecorating or something in your house, or some of you might be um, considering a move or relationships that you have with people that you live with, or ancestral and um, familial relationships and how you're kind of working with your own biography and positioning. So again, in January... Excuse me. In March, um, July, and November, these are periods of time when the forward-moving cognitive energy is internally reflective. It's not. These are not good times to initiate new projects or to make big decisions. They are really best used for internal reflection. Um, all right. One last thing, Leo, is that coming up later in the month on January 21st, we have the final lunar eclipse in your sign. And this is the final eclipse in the Leo Aquarius eclipses that began back in um, 2017. This is finishing an important cycle for you that probably has a lot to do with you as a person expressing yourself with confidence and you in relationship uh, with other people. This includes partners as well as friends. Get empowered. You know this is this is the time for you to uncord yourself from negative belief patterns. Um, You've probably been doing a ton of that in this last year and a half, two years. It's time for you to be free. Like I said, it's time for you to shine your light. It's time for all of us to shine our light um, with courage, with bravery, and with humility. And so, issues around confidence, self esteem, and the ways that we get or shut or shut in by our own assumptions, energies, insecurities, etc. These are a lot of the themes that have been going on over the course of the last couple years, and now they're ready to complete. So if you have any reflections on how you're experiencing these eclipses, um, I'd love to hear about them. Let me know. All right, Leo. Well, thanks for listening and happy 2019. I'm wishing you all the best this year and beyond.